Go ahead. Hello, welcome to Mage. Go ahead. <laughs> Start it. Start it, Kaylin. Go. Go. I was pausing Go. after my... Go. Because I know how much you hate that. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting, but we want you to give Mage Mojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15 minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to Mage Mojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax technology solutions and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero, a better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. Hello, welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. I am Kalen. I am Philip. And uh, I'm super sick today, dude. Uh, I'm trying really hard to be high energy. Don't want to be a low energy Jeb. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I just die on you, like, you know, make a call or something. Okay, if I I'll just make die a call. Mid, That's not a problem. Mid, mid episode. Totally Speaking die. of dying mid episode, uh, there was a... Distributed contribution day. What, where, that what kind occurred. of segue is that? I don't explain my segues, Phil. I have enough time in this game that I don't have to explain my segues to anybody. You know, I'm going to tell you. Uh, so, by by the way, I, I have to uh, before you get into the content. Remember we we mentioned uh, Gary Benneroff, uh over yes, absolutely, spa, uh, not so long yeah. ago. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Gary's my bud. Yeah, and. Uh, and and he said like the first thirty minutes of the show were totally useless, right? Um, so, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, it's funny because I I was at Shop Talk uh, last week and I had a a really great conversation um, with more than one person who shall not be named. I do not want to throw them under the bus. Uh, okay. One of those people is a very close associate of uh, Mr. Uh, Gary Benneroff. And I would just like to say that I would just like to say that I have insider knowledge that he believes that uh, that's all a farce and that the first 20 minutes to 30 minutes of the show are the most entertaining. Interesting. So I would would like to say that uh, there's uh, some strife inside that organization. uh, Wow. The media spa organization. It's It's, disagreement (laughs) over the quality of our first 20 to 30 minutes of the show. it sounds like the left hand is perhaps not speaking to the right hand, if you will. What you need and, is you uh, need the left hand of agreement to reach over and grab the right <laughs> hand of discord and you need to shake it out. Here's what's happening is that you're sending a signal that you're sending a clear signal that when every, anybody talks crap about any segment of our podcast, uh, they will be discussed publicly. I, yeah, I think publicly, that's the signal that uh, at, on multiple occasions. Ad infinitum. Basically, every, every episode from here on, we're mentioning that uh, somebody doesn't like it's the fantastic. first 20 minutes of the show. Speaking it's of fantastic. which, uh, we're going to cut the, the banter short uh, for those people who shall not be named. And we're going to talk what? about the distributed com- contribution. Contrib- How do you say that? <laughs> contribution day? Distributed. Say it with me slowly. Distributed, distributed contribution, contribution day. day. It's uh, <laughs> label distributed dash... I'm, I'm serious here. It's labeled distributed dash CD in GitHub. 
Uh, if you want to check it out, I just had a quick look because I wanted to kind of get a quick snapshot, if you will. You got to snap of, that of, shot. Of, of what happened, of what went down, but there's like 419 tickets and they're pretty in the weeds. So, uh, but I, I it's, believe there's like something like to, there was over 40 pull requests that came out of this and, wow. and like, like a dozen Magento agencies that took part. So it looks like there's 171 open tickets, 20 closed. Uh, wow. yeah. And then by the way, they had, wow. uh, sessions at, all over the place. Spain, Interactive 4, Kiev, Magento, wow. Atwix. Shout out to Atwix. Come on. Atwix. Huge shout out to Atwix oh, every yeah. time. Yeah, we're um, going to chat about Atwix in a minute here. That's awesome. JH, Media CT, all the regular characters. Allegent out in beautiful Adelaide, Australia. Um, and, a, and a cast of others. Um, so that was really cool. That was super cool. Um, That's killer. And congratulations oh. to everybody who took part in that. That's congratulations. Like new, is that it? Is the distributed contribution day the new uh, stack the day? New black? Mage stack day. That's a good question. You know what? That's a very good question because I believe David Manners is involved. Yeah. If not driving I, yeah. a fair bit of the action. Yeah. So I'd say that's probably a fair assumption. I think it's the new Mage stack day. Uh, Mage Stack Day is dead. Long live Distributed Contribution Day. I love what, that. Is what I'm thinking. You know, David, um, this was the, it was the one thing year on year that David could, could claim, uh, that he was part of this, the Mage Stack Day. I mean, he does, he did a lot of things. I don't want to, don't get me wrong. There's a couple things. Yeah. I mean, but, he's an actor. But that was fellow, like a very, it was lie. a very big, like community driven effort to improve a community resource massive. and uh massive and and that was kind of the thing that drove him into being a magento master so i'm i'm shocked that uh when magento hired him that they turned that right around and said okay now you got to do that for us that's it's it's a big shock to me actually i no i see it i don't see it as a bad i see it as a good thing i mean no i know i, I see it as I, a, I know i'm kidding i'm saying, I'm saying i, I see it as yeah okay okay i couldn't tell couldn't really tell there oh, phil um, no, but I will say that, you know, it'd be one thing if they were contributing to, you know, software that was hidden behind enterprise sales workflows, oh, but that's not the case. Loud. They're contributing purely to open source out in, out in the wild. And I think it's beautiful. I think it's absolutely beautiful. So can actually, since you're talking about things behind paywalls that can't be seen that are being contributed to, can I complain yeah. about yeah. Magento for a second? Oh, oh, you know, you know what? what? Here's, Here's the thing. thing. I'm, I'm going to be the ne negative Nancy today. So, so I'm, I'm expecting you to bring. I'm not allowed. Well, you could you could do what you want to do. I'm just saying it's going to get, you know, it's going to get rough here in a minute. I'm not, I'm not allowed to complain. So you can complain. So so there's this this there's this like hilarious thing. And and this when I say things like I'm going to complain about Magento. Also, we're less than 30 days away from Imagine. I'm the MC of that event. So right. Magento collectively all just dropped, you know, just uh dropped their mouths. Yeah, their mouths in dropped open. Amazement. They yeah. Some yeah. some people's uh some phones were picked up, some texts were sent. Uh my some my Slack WhatsApp messages were enqueued. My WhatsApp is being blown up by multiple people <laughs> at Magento right now. Um yeah. no, so so there's an interesting development. So I, I wanna throw out a couple things. So uh, something digital. We've been involved in helping uh, on a lot of things uh, sort of move forward in the Magento space. We've been contributing 
uh, to all of the Magento, um, uh, Magento U, the new Magento U uh, exams. So the Magento professional exam, which I think we'll talk about. Commerce Hero now has a, a tick box for that, right? It's pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, Shout out Todd Christensen. Yep, Todd Christensen helped with that. Then uh, SD's own Patrick McLean. Uh, as one of our uh, top-level developers, like architect-level, you know, back-end developers, he helped uh, with the uh, with the new associates exam. I think that's coming out. And very nice. So he helped put that one together. He, you know, he he went and he he met with all the folks in Orlando, Florida, beautiful Orlando, Florida, and they uh, they got in a room and they banged out another test. You know, so we did all these things. That's not the only way in which we contribute. But we're contributing in yeah. a lot of positive ways. What's funny is that both Patrick and Todd are people who have been contributing <laughs> fixes back to Magento on behalf of on behalf of something digital. So we 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 were in the top four or five, I think, community uh, contrib- contributors in the partner program. Um, okay. Uh, last year, so those two guys, I think, collectively have submitted something like I don't know. 20- what? what no, doing? no, keep going. Holy keep cow. going. Yeah, I'm with I'm you. Telling, I'm with you. I'm with you. For me to complain, <laughs> I've got to tell you a story, man. You're really story. winding. You're really winding this one up. Okay, this is gonna I be good. I just want you to know. I just want you to know the quality of people that are Absolutely. that are contributing to the Magento Core. These are not, you know, these. Are oh yeah. Oh, two of our Absolutely. two of our top people, right? So your top guys, your top men, uh, top men. And yeah, women. I don't want to say that they're they're right, everyone's important and everyone's valuable. Everyone gets a trophy. Okay. Anyway, so. Here's the deal. So Ooh. they've they've contributed all these pull requests and the the under the guise or the auspices of the fact that Magento Partners, uh, a, aka something digital, would receive some sort of benefit from that. So that some you know, props. Right. You would yeah. Well, yeah. well props are one thing, but we were also sort of cold hard cash. It was insinuated not cold hard cash. Partner but, points. Yeah, uh, Points, Magento activity. I know all about the partner points. You know, oh yeah, yeah. I know partner all about program those. points, right? You got to get a certain Absolutely. number of points for doing a certain number of yeah. things in a year. Yeah. Right. Well, it turns out Magento at the end of the day basically said, "Well, we're only giving the points to the top three people. The, <gasps> the top three That's companies get the points. Nobody else gets the points. That's what we've decided. It wasn't clear in the beginning when we started the program. I agree. That's. I agree. That's not ideal. I mean, I can understand maybe how they were in a room and they said, well, what if, what if we do the top three and you know, who knows how like many people are actually contributing, shady, right? but then in practice, shady's the wrong, I don't word. think that's that. No, cut that out, Chris. I'm it's not, not shady. Shady. We're the, cutting off <laughs> talking over each other. Not shady. It's hashtag not shady. It's not yeah. shady. It's not the real shady. Okay. I said that wrong. No, I, no, I understand. But you know I where I'm coming completely. from. Yeah. Like that de-incent that de-incentivizes us to want to 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 put our top two guys on fixing core magento bugs. Right? I, I want I yeah, yeah, totally. Because because then it's like, look, it's like I, I feel like the incentive should be if you dedicate resources to open source, you will be rewarded, right? So then you know you have a clear incentive. You say, okay, let's dedicate X amount of resources. Let's let the the overhead's worth it. But when you have no idea whatsoever, it's more of a winner take all dynamic, uh, or winner take however many points they're giving, probably like two and a half. Right. Um, right. Then it, yeah, it's just like it, it creates a lot of uncertainty within partners as to whether they should. Although, although that said, a whole lot of people are contributing, so maybe it's not creating any uncertainty at all. Well, so maybe part of the reason that you have so many partners contributing 
is not of their own free will, but because they thought they were going to get something in return. Right. 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 So, they're about to find so, out. So now they yeah. just found out that they don't. And, and my, yeah. the thing that kind of gets me a little nervous is that Magento has very lofty goals this year to, to have more and more contribution from the community. And I feel like they should be, which is great. They need to think about the things that incentivize people to contribute code because the world that we used to live in yeah, and the world that we came out of in Magento one was a few large partners sold themselves on the fact that they had fixes and stability on Magento that nobody else had. And they kept it all to themselves. Right. right. They had, right. they had intellectual property to run B2B and all the, all this other stuff on Magento that nobody else had. And so they were infinitely more valuable than Magento by itself. And I don't like that. Like that ecosystem was supposed to be going away. I get it. And no, I totally, I, I totally, anyway, yeah, so I, agree. I think they, I, that's, I, I, no, I agree. Yeah. I think they need to make a tweak and I have a complaint to inject inside of your complaint. Yeah. Go ahead. Which is that, uh, I also have a lot of pot. It's funny because everybody's getting super hyped about imagine. And I will say, I always walk away from imagine being super like pumped up right, and excited. Right, and optimistic. Right. That said, uh, is it just me or does the word, so they tweak the wording on the certifications, right? Profe- uh, associates is regular and then plus is professional. Right. Is it just me or does that seem like a little bit of a downgrade just in the naming? Like associates, you kind of associate with, see what I did? You kind of associate with, you know, an associate's degree, which is sort of like, you know, within a professional context, an associate's degree is generally, you know, not really the whole enchilada. you got to get the bachelor's, if not the master's. So I don't know. I just feel like, and then professional is an interesting word, um, but I, I, it's such a small gripe, but I, well, you're making me, I told you. I mean, Kalen, they love the word professional at Magento. They have, that's, that's their favorite okay. word. I'm not, afraid. I mean, I kind of dig the, the I, I take the biggest issue with the associate. I do. I feel like, uh, I feel like Magento certified developer was better than Right. Magento associate. Right, right, right. right Anyways, right, right, moving right, right. on. Right, moving on. Sorry. I, moving I had to on take to that little bunny news. trail on my soapbox uh, to further my own agenda. So, you know. Hey, uh, by the way, one last thing on the contribution day. Shout out. Peter O'Callaghan made a rare appearance uh, leaving his cave to hang out with the JH offices. Wow. He single-handedly solved 50% of the, of the wow, Magento the security flaws. Wow, the exists. The great white whale. I said Pixar. It didn't happen. He sent pics. Uh, that sounded funny. He tweeted pics. <laughs> he didn't send pics. It's another strange sounding phrase. Um, and that's that. So that's funny. huge shout out. One. Th- okay. Here's one thing I have to give you some props because I'm not going to lie. I totally thought when you got the MC gig, you were going to like more be the company line, like, like, like say the company line. And I, 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 I I'm I'm respecting the the uh, the honesty. The uh, you know you're not not afraid to. Uh, you're probably going to get your phone blown up for it, but uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, um, and you know it's funny is that uh, when I took the MC gig, I told them I was like, you know, I can't tow the company line, right? Uh, you literally yeah. said that exactly. Yeah, That's I basically said, Kalen Kalen won't let me. Um, Right, right, no. right. No, I know, I know. I mean, I they understand who who wears the pants in this situation. Um, speaking of wearing the pants in situations, uh, <laughs> heroes generally do wear pants. 
It's a great. Well, who do I have to pay to talk? Who do I have to pay to talk a little bit about Commerce Hero for a minute? Here, oh, yeah. that be you can make the check out you to, uh, Phil Winkle okay. Enterprises. Uh, will do, will do. So, um, couple updates. Uh, first, UK placement, which was cool. UK agency. Um, that was exciting. I think we're just at about thirty uh, placements, uh, which is kind of dope. Are you serious? Cool. Yeah, dude, dude, that's, that's killer. Yeah. And that doesn't count the one that you, you know, the other one. Um, but, uh, also, um, the single page app I've been messing around with a lot. It's still mostly using it internally, but there's a lot of improved search. You can search. There's, I found this really cool Boolean library. So you can do like ands and ors nested inside of parens. You can search on salary range tags, Magento one, Magento two, all sorts of stuff. So, uh, it's kind of cool. So I'm excited, Dude, that's killer. excited about that. Um, have a new, uh, little workflow, uh, for, uh, LinkedIn off. So uh, like, if I was going to rebuild it, which is sort of what I'm doing, I would just bake LinkedIn off in from the beginning because yep. it's such a faster way. And I know, again, I know there's some really smart people that hate LinkedIn, but they're the outliers. And so True. for the 95%, you know, um, so it's a lot faster for people to auth, which is kind of dope. And then there's a nice little workflow where I can share a candidate's URL. It's anonymous URL. It shows some anonymous info on them. And then you can click, you don't have to be logged in at all to see it. You click request match. It does a LinkedIn auth and it does a, a credit card request and then it requests a match. So just a couple of things I've been, um, been having fun with. Uh, so, so wow. that's... That's the update. That's killer, man. And and so tell me a little Thanks, bit man. about search. Like, what's what's your what's your sense of like, like I don't know. Tell me tell me what the search workflow looks like and like how you're accommodating that because search is one of the harder things that you will ever do in any app. Yeah. So um, there are some things that are very simplistic. I found this library that um, can take. A Boolean search query, kind of like what you'd expect on Google. You know, you can do a negative operator to exclude. You can do Boolean nested, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you can search on specific filters. So you can do salary min is a specific filter, salary max, um, uh, certifications, and things like that. Um, and uh, it's it's not using anything fancy like Elasticsearch or anything like that. It's, it's literally just querying uh, on the on the database. Um, so I kept that kind of kind of simple. Um, but I've just been kind of rebuilt, rethinking the app, this new single page app. It's, it's much more simplified. The navigation is simplified. Um, it's probably a little too minimalistic. Uh, but I, I'm kind of, cause you know, in building the thing, there's so many, you know, you go down different paths and you do different things and then they don't work out, but the code is still there. You never clean it up or refactor it. So it's actually kind of a neat little use case for kind of building a, a, progressive web app. It's technically a progressive web app. It doesn't do that much uh, as a progressive web app, but it's a nice, you know, clean single page app. Um, and uh, so it's, uh, it's been like, whenever you're building a business, you sort of learn all this stuff. And then you, you kind of at some point have to just sort of redo it uh, to, you know, just clean a bunch of stuff up. So um, yeah. So, I mean, people like, I know a lot more like what the things are that people care about searching on. Like they want to know what country you're in. Do you need a visa? What's your salary max? And, you know, have like, for example, have you worked with an, like a solution partner in the past? If you have, you have that agency experience, uh, that means a lot. Um, so there, there's like, there's not like Magento two. Have you done non-trivial Magento two work or not? 
a lot of people were tagging themselves as Magento 2, but who knows what exactly that meant. So now I'm tagging people myself and I ask them, I say, hey, what have you worked on? And they tell me a little bit about it and they decide whether to, you know, give them that tag. So it's really kind of simple, I think, what people search on, what what people really are looking for. Um, so I think in some ways I've simplified, but the library makes it really easy to just create a bunch of these search filters. So I have like, I just keep adding them if I need something and it doesn't really clutter the UI because you just have to manually type them in uh, to do these little right. search filters. Oh, that um, makes perfect sense. Which is kind of cool. The only challenge is, is I'm not sure. I mean, I'm using it all the time, so I know what the filters are, but I probably need some like autocomplete or something to make it obvious for people that aren't familiar um, because I'm really hesitant to do like a layered search left nav type thing. Um, because I just want to keep it really simple. And also you sort of lose a little bit of flexibility with like a layered, uh, a faceted search as compared to like a Boolean text search. Um, but it's hard to say because that might be a little bit too power user, um, for most people. So we'll see. Well, that's, and that's something that you can like facilitate yourself as like the return of a result for somebody that's looking for something specific. Right. Yeah. So, right. So, so what I started to do is I I started like, there's so many things that are so clunky within commerce hero. For example, the search is not good. And so what I was said is like, look, let me try to make something that I actually want to use for doing these matches that I spend a lot of time on. Um, so I, you know, I, today I spent a bunch of time, uh, uh, increasing the speed at which a modal pops in the input focuses by like 400 milliseconds. Cause it was just bugging me every single time I had to wait those 400 milliseconds. So just little tweaks, like, you know, where I'm actually just using it really heavily, um, you know, are, are, are helpful. Well, that's great. So, so, that's so it, man. tell me a little bit, how, how does it work when you're placing people in the UK though? Um, so in the UK, um, it's, it's interesting. I, I, one of the reasons I'm so pumped about this, even though like salaries are lower than in general is that, <laughs> oh, um, terrible. I just, I, <laughs> well, no, I mean, their standard of living is probably better overall. It just so happens that, you know, salaries are, are, are lower, but, um, the, uh, you know, so, uh, in the UK, it's weird because I know so many people in the UK, I know agency owners, I know a ton of people. But nothing really landed, and I didn't really know why. I have a feeling that the recruiting market is stronger out there. Um, I, I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe it's just that you know they don't. There's the different level of trust with somebody in the U.S. I really don't know. Um, so that was why I was kind of excited. I finally uh, landed one, um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, a lot of UK people want you to work on site. Um, a lot of U.S. people do too. I'd say probably I want to say more so in the U.K. They want you working on site. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, this was like a visa thing, you know, guys going to relocate, you know, and everything whole nine yards. So it's kind of cool. Wow. That's killer, man. Well, good for you. Yeah, man. Um, thank you, sir. It's one of those things where you, you, when you build, I, I assume when you build a product, especially when you build it before anyone's using it, you're building it one for yourself and, but you're also kind of guessing to some degree, some of it, so maybe it's an educated guess, but you're guessing like what people might need. And then you kind of learn over time, right? Totally. When people start to use it, it's like, well, what do people actually need? And that's like, you can only revise an existing design so far before you have to kind of rethink it a little bit. Totally. Right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. And, and that's, you know, it's funny because that's made me think a lot about, you know, we talked about, 
um, with progressive web apps, you know, the downside being that you're losing all of this functionality that like, Hey, don't we need all this? Um, but I wonder if part of it is that when you simplify and clean things up and speed things up, you know, speed is so important. Um, something happens, I think, where some of the loss of functionality is sort of like, it's not ideal, but it, it, it's sort of the net net ends up being positive. I, I'm, it's hard for me to explain why that is, but I just kind of feel that intuitively with, with what I'm doing, which obviously is a much smaller scale than, you know, any retailer that's replatforming image uh, to a PWA. But I think maybe there's something, you know, analogous there. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo, a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at Mage Mojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. I want you to try them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O jo.com slash mage talk for a special offer mage talk is brought to you by vertex vertex is a magento premier partner providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax including sales and use income value added and payroll vertex cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax including calculation and returns With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention Mage Talk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Have you ever had trouble finding a Magento developer, whether hiring in-house, looking for a freelancer, or trying to find an agency? We're solving exactly that problem by building a database of developers and agencies with rich profiles, including tags to indicate their specialties, projects they've worked on, endorsements from other developers, and ratings on work that's been completed. If you're interested in that, sign up for free at commercehero.io. I um have you messed around with GraphQL at all? No, I haven't, which I'm a little embarrassed about because I probably should. Um going full on REST APIs. Yeah, well I, I'm so I, I've also not done too too much in that way. But uh Max Bucknell from uh also from JH, who uh seems to come up a lot on the show recently, um because they're just killing it out in the UK. Uh, Max Bucknell. Let the name of Bucknell be praised far yeah, Buck- and wide. That's what I say. <laughs> All hail Bucknell. Uh, so he he um, he did Nomad uh, a couple weeks ago, and yeah, and uh, actually it was like last week, and he did this presentation about GraphQL and Magento 2.3, and I was floored. Absolutely Lost your mind. floored at the simplicity of getting data from multiple sources in, in like the Magento sort of data model from yeah. one query and, and getting it into like a JSON object that like I 
would want to do something with in a React component. And when I looked yeah. at that, I thought to myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, the the entire, like, actually theming out a wish list as a React component is inconsequential now. And I can see, like, like mm. the this this notion of we're going to have to rebuild things is only complicated because the way that we build web apps now requires all this knowledge and and sort of um domain knowledge and data model knowledge of how things work from a from each little individual component's perspective um and getting access to that data is fundamentally difficult uh, because you have to interact with the ORM, you have to do all this stuff that you like. Right. You have to learn how Magento does it, and then you have to provide all this additional stuff so that it doesn't cache something that it shouldn't. And and there's it's right. like it's in, it's it's wrought with problems. Whereas if you're just if you're doing it this way uh, with with GraphQL, you're just saying, hey, give me the data that I need in this format, and then that component styles it, that component displays it. And it, you don't yeah. ever have to think about anything other than that. It's like you we, wow. we might get to the point where, like, I can see a marketplace on the Magento marketplace of I just buy this component renderer. Here's React a Magento wishlist component renderer. It's just this little block of code. That's all it does. Uh, but that's it does it in such a way. It's not a theme anymore. I don't need a theme. I just want to see, like, I just want this really nicely styled UI widget for a, a wish list, and that's it. I really think that's where we're heading. Um, mm-hmm. it, it might be a, like it's probably not near future, but mm-hmm. but I'm, I was blown away. So, like, if you go to nomadmage.com, you can watch the video. But it just it like completely blew my mind. Um, that's wild. How, how do the um, do those queries like? have to, um, uh, do those, do those GraphQL API calls have to run like gnarly joins and stuff like that? Or does it just magically, okay. So they're not necessarily going to be super duper fast, but well, they're, they're they, it's pretty fast. Um, well, the interesting thing is the perceived speed of, you know, an Ajax request basically is so much fast. I mean, a 300 millisecond Ajax hit uh, is so much faster than a 300 millisecond page load, right. uh, initial pa- page, page response time. It's just night and day, like in seeing the thing refresh and you're, you know, you lose your mental model of the page and it's, it's just, it's surprising yeah. how big of a well, deal we're, that we're so used to it too. Like if you look at Facebook um, yeah. or Slack yeah. or any of the others, we're used to a really fast, like initial paint. And then all the, all the actual dynamic data that, we care about is tombstoned. It's what they call tombstones. And it's those mm-hmm. like little animating loaders that look like it's placeholding content. And, yeah. and, and those tombstones are things that we're like, it's, it's become a UX sort of expectation that we know that the page loads quickly and we have an expectation that the data loads in a little slower and, yeah. and it comes in sort of asynchronously. Right. So you know, my user account management section and my top navigation might come in a little slower than say like, you know, what, whatever the category page might be or something like that, but it's all going to come in and fill in in due time. Anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm really yeah. hyped on it. I really feel like we can stub out and, and, uh, and, <laughs> and design, uh, like you remember back 10 years ago when you were, just writing HTML, plain HTML, and how simplistic writing HTML was like, we need to write expressive 
um, well-formed HTML that like is descriptive and semantic. It's like the containers yeah. say what they are and we're using semantic elements and, yeah. and we named them in really appropriate ways. And then you started doing Magento and you had to chop those designs up into infinitesimally small pieces that all had, you know, unnamed div containers and totally. it became really nasty. Well, I feel like we're yeah. going back the other yeah. way now. That's what our, I feel mm-hmm. like component driven sort of architecture is is going to change the way that the way that we're designing and the way that we're building to where we like almost get near functional mockups if that makes sense like I, I I'm really bullish on that and I wasn't even just a week ago um, so I'm really I don't know I'm more excited about that's interesting about Magento's GraphQL than anything else right now that's really really stoking that's cool. me out so that's cool I mean we're both coming around uh, yeah we're the old guys now it takes us a long time we're the old guys yeah we're the, yeah, old, we're the guys. old guys you've got glasses uh, I've got glasses, right? Uh, you know, I can hardly see, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're the old guard, <laughs> if you will talk a bunch of noise on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, we actually, a YouTube channel uh, cause we're not cool. That's, that's, that's what speaking of, uh, elder statesmen in the Magento community. <laughs> Uh, if you will, I see great post from Joshua Warren, oh, creativity yeah. talking about a huge site launch, uh, 48 hour waking up 4 30 AM. And, uh, you know, he goes, I, I was going to make a joke, but this is really no joke. The stresses we put ourselves under in this industry are why groups like OSMI open source mental health, mental illness are vital. Um, and I just thought it was cool, you know, just really transparent of like, yeah, we joke and sarcastic about things and we get it, but right. like it, it, it is hard. Like it, it, it really is, especially when, you know, and I don't really deal too much with those agency deadlines, but those are brutal. I mean, those are brutal. So everybody that is, you know, working with those, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's tough and it's just good to be aware, I think, you know, to have self-awareness of kind of where your head's at and, uh, you know, try and keep yourself healthy exercise. Although we're not talking about mage running. No, all my Twitter feed is, is running. It's all it is. There's no such thing as magento. It's just running. <laughs> it's like, I'm a running enthusiast. You are, uh, you are but, a running enthusiast. How dare you, sir? I got you to run. T- <laughs> <laughs> I got you to run two miles when we were in San Diego. You remember that? Yeah, you did. I mean, I'll power through, but my stinking, uh, you know, this is where I go into old man mode again, man. But my That's stinking when your plantar fasciitis starts going a little fasci- yeah. fasci- fasciitis on you. It does. You know, it starts to go fasciatial on you and it's just, it's brutal. I'm, a, I'm, um, I'm Antifa. I'm anti-fasciitis. That's what I am. Okay. You know that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yep. I think there's another. That's not what that means. It's not that all <laughs> what that means. What? So from um, from a mental health perspective, you've been self-employed now for three plus years. Yeah. Like, maybe longer. I don't know. You 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 started working full time on uh, many projects, like at least seven or eight different times. You you seven announced times. that you were full time yeah. on things. I'm a seven time. I'm trying to figure out. Like from, from your perspective, like what's, what's the, like, what is, how does that mental health conversation change for you? Like, like now that you're like, you're your own boss and you only have like yourself to answer to, is that easier or harder? 
It can be, I, I mean, you know, I, probably everybody thinks their problems are worse than other people's. So, I, you know, I'll say, I think it can be harder because you just put all this pressure on yourself and, you know, tax time just came around and I was super stressed out and, you know, I don't know. Um, um, just whining, but I think it can be, I think it can be tough, you know, but, but again, like those, I don't really deal with those like agency deadlines, which are brutal. You know, I think those are really tough. Um, and I don't know, you know, I've been actually really consciously trying to take a break every, I've been doing this modified Pomodoro and I've been trying to take a break every half hour and, and get on, you know, get, do some exercise, like some high intensity, intensity interval type stuff. Um, so yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, it's, um, it's tough because it seems like those of us that are, you know, in the tech community and things like that, like, it's like, well, you know, so many people have it much harder than you. So it's, it kind of feel like a jerk if you complain. Yeah. You know, oh my gosh. Yes. Well I know that feeling. And, you know, I know that feeling. Sitting here working from home, but you know, it's a different, different type of, uh, it's actually one thing that's interesting. I started to notice a trend, probably two or three people. Uh, you would generally think that anybody who was offered to work from home would be like, yeah, Pert, let's do it. Like, um, but I've run in, I want to say like three different people recently, um, who weren't interested. I said, Hey, I have this really interesting job. Uh, great, like cool company, like good money, like whatever. And they're like, you know, I don't want to work remotely. You know, they want to have the camaraderie of working in house, you know, having buddies and stuff. So I think that's mm -hmm. important, dude. I think you have to be a little bit of an odd duck to kind of make it just, you know, working by yourself from home. Um, because, you know, just the built-in social dynamics that we've had for decades, you know, for, you know, millennia yeah. uh, of working in office spaces for millennia. Um, so <laughs> Cubicles for millennia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cubicles for millennia. So Cubicles um, for millennials. That's a business right there. <laughs> what, what do you think about, I mean, you know, you are, you know, in a, you're, you're in a position where you have a lot of responsibilities. You have one or two side projects. Um, <laughs> I think I can say with no exaggeration. So what, like, what do you think? Like, I, is it, uh, well, tough? I, I mean, I've been working remotely full time for something digital for over five years. And the first year I was really gung ho, right? Like I got up in the morning and I, you know, I, I answered 1500 stack exchange questions. Exactly. Uh, but no, I would like, I'd get up, I'd, I'd, I'd actually shave, I would shower, you know, I would like get the dressed for the day. And then something happens. I think to most people that <laughs> work from home, uh, where it's like, you realize maybe you don't have to do that or you kind of just, it starts to change a little bit and you, and, and you work a little longer at night because you can, because you don't got to get home for anything. You are already home. Uh, yeah. And then your days and nights start to blend together. And then I realized somewhere around year two, uh, going into year three, I think there was a solid year where I never got out of pajamas. And I like, I would roll out of bed 10 minutes before uh, a meeting, not because I wanted to, but because I was up till 3 a.m. working because I just never turned off. And yeah. And I realized Absolutely. that is so unhealthy and it, and it yeah. reflected in my, in my health. Like I gained 50 pounds in that three years. Like I, I, and I felt like I was crushing so much. I felt like I was getting so much done, but it was yeah. like this never ending mountain of stuff that would, it's not like it's, you're ever going to finish work. There's always more work to do. Right. So yeah. 
being able to turn it off and understanding like where your limits are, I think is really, really hard when you're (laughs) working at home or especially when you sort of, when you work for yourself and you only have to answer to yourself. It it is, you know, it's funny because as as I'm really excited about the single page app thing I've been doing the last couple of weeks, um, I've been, I've been probably overworking, you know, I have been getting up many days, like four or 5 AM just grinding and then right. the other day, Angelica's like, hey, so um, why are you working from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m.? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm usually pretty regimented about kind of a nine to five. And um, and so I, I, you know, and even last night, I was just kind of glued to my phone a little bit more than I'd, I want to be. And, you know, just not, you know, I, I think uh, having as much balance as I as I want. Um, actually, speaking of which, um, I'm really happy because I was talking to actually, uh, Sander Mengel gave me a shout about mentoring, uh, for, for developers in the community because he put out a post, he got a bunch of people that were interested and right. we were talking about how to match up mentors with mentees, which is something I've wanted to do for a while through commerce hero, but it's sort of just kind of gone to the back burner. And, um, I just, we did a little more thinking about it. He helped me to kind of clarify some thoughts and, um, I talked with Vinay about it. He said, Hey, um, I'd like to mentor somebody for like an hour per month. Um, maybe doing some code pairing or something and maybe like an underrepresented group or whatever. And so, um, I actually found him somebody, uh, wow. and, and matched him up with, uh, a, a younger developer, a woman out in the UK and I think in the UK. And, um, so that was, and that kind of inspired me cause I've sort of put feelers out before and it kind of inspired me. I thought through it a little bit more and I, I put up a post and kind of called it request for mentee and just like listed out some of the things I'm looking for. Cause I think that's one of the things about being a mentor is you can be pretty specific about what you're looking for. You can say oh, yeah. an hour a oh, month, for sure. half hour a month, you know, uh, you can say, I want somebody that's X, Y, and Z or, you know, whatever. And so I think that's part of it. And so I posted that up. And obviously I just said, I'm not the greatest example of how to kind of have work-life balance, but right. hopefully that's something that more senior developers, um, cause it's something you learn over time and yeah. hopefully that's something that they can pass on to the, to the youngsters, to the younger generation, as we tell them to get off our lawn. That's a, I, so what I love about that is that you sort of define, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't even do that on purpose. I'm so sorry. You did though. It's like you knew Phil was going to put in his own two cents. And then it's like, this guy doesn't mentor anybody. Um, (laughs) No, no, no. You can be really ultra specific about the kinds of things like what you're looking for when, when you want to, when you want to, you know, engage in that kind of a relationship. It's like, it reminds me of the Dimitri Martin joke. He's like, you, you know, uh, it gets creepy when you're ultra specific about something like you can <laughs> right. say, I love kids and that's fine. But if you say, I yeah. love nine year olds, that's really weird. <laughs> like, you, right. There's, there's a point at which it becomes too specific, you know? <laughs> I want to mentor a 14 year old. Um, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, no, 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 yeah. But could, I know what you're great. saying. And, and I feel like yeah. you give up whatever time you can. And, you know, if like, if you find more time, that's awesome. But like, you're giving it freely. Um, yeah. And the, and the mentoring thing, you know, is really very similar to the job matching thing with commerce hero in that I just heard people say it so much. Like I want, you know, I, I want to mentor somebody or I want, you know, and, um, you know, I think for me, one of the keys was like putting some limits on the amount of time. So I said, Hey, uh, I'll mostly exchange emails. I'm happy to share everything, open up the kimono, 
uh, and show <laughs> and explain everything about my business, everything I learned, all that kind of stuff. But it'll mostly be email a few times a week and it'll be for a month. So I set some, because I think some people are concerned of like, getting into that relationship as though it's going to last forever. And then what if something's weird? What if it's not a good fit? How do you back out of that without being super weird about it? So that was just one little thing for me that said, Hey, the duration, initial duration is a month. Um, and, uh, so I think just figuring out you know, if somebody's looking to do some mentoring, just figuring out, put some parameters on it. Um, and some people like to mentor informally. I mean, a lot of people mentor coworkers and you do a ton of that with people at SD. Yeah. Um, and that's great too. Um, but for people that want to put a little more structure to it, I think, you know, there's a way you, you can do that without what, going what do you too crazy. think about, cause this is an interesting question because I think it fits in, into this. I think it fits. I, I'm not sure where, but what do you think about sort of compensation in that model? Like, I, I think about Alan Storm and how he set up his Patreon some time ago. Right. And he's got, you know, sort of a, it's a public, I have a public view into how much he's making based on how many patrons support him. And he has office hours, you know, that you can log in and get a Slack that's, you know, private to Alan Storm. Yeah. It's basically everything I've ever wanted is just a <laughs> relationship with Alan Storm that I have to pay him for. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, what do you, do you think that that's sort of like antithetical to our open source communities or is that totally is that totally cool too like does this always have to be altruistic and you know i'm freely giving of my time or as you think that there's does that water it down when someone has to pay for it i i don't that's something i struggle with a lot because you know obviously it's easier to prioritize when it's paid it fits sure. in my model better sure, and, sure, and, sure. and things like that but it does sort of feel a little, little funny and stuff like that but I, um, I think whatever you're comfortable with, I mean, I, I think what Alan's doing is, is awesome. I think more people could do that. Um, and actually Vinay mentioned that, you know, he does do paid kind of consulting sessions. And a lot of times I think I've done one or two clarity calls, uh, which is a paid service. Um, they actually, um, you, you know, you can get on a call and, uh, actually it's weird though. I've never paid for it because one weird thing or another happened and they didn't charge me, but I was going to pay for it. And <laughs> sometimes that those develop organically into longer term relationships. Um, but it puts a little bit of a barrier to entry for them to, you know, get on the phone with somebody that's kind of motivated, um, to really, you know, make the most of their time. I think that, people that mentor, they really want to see a result. Like, you know, it's not right. just for the money. Like they want, so like for me, for example, I'm like, you know, I've given advice to different people in different, you know, informal contexts. And sometimes they kind of take it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you can kind of tell they're not really taking it as much as you'd like. And so it's kind of like, Hey, like, I'd like for you to like, take my advice. Cause I, I think people, you know, selfishly like right. in a good way, they want to see, you know, they, they want to contribute and see that they're making a difference. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing, but I think, I think it'd be great if more people did the, the paid, you know, things, there's some limitations to them, obviously. Um, but, um, so I you think, said you, you know, have a mentee or you're looking for one. So I'm looking for one. I put out feelers. I got one email response. I'm not totally sure if it's a, it's a great fit based on kind of their type of their company. Um, but I'm looking, I'm putting feelers out. So, specifically, I'd like to find somebody that's bootstrapping a software business. So kind of like a solo software bootstrapper type. Um, and, uh, you know, that's doing like, let's say 15 hours a week, you know, dedicating to their side hustle. Um, nice. and yeah, so that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking at. And so, 
by the time this lands, you know, it may already be filled. So take, you know, take a look at that link and I'll, I'll post an update once it gets filled up. But yeah, I think it'd be, I think it'd be kind of cool. Killer. Yeah, man. Uh, and, um, Dude. Even, you know, e- yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I I cannot think of another community like ours, like the Magento community, that is so freely giving of its time and resources. Sorry, I just lost you for a sec. No, I was just saying, so I, I just can't think of a single community that is as freely giving of its time and resources as the Magento community. Our community is truly something different. And I, you know, if I'm reading between the lines on what they say the... uh you know, the tagline is for Imagine or the theme of this year's Imagine, it's lead the charge. And I, I feel like mm. I could fit so many analogies just from this one show of how we are leading people in our community, right? Like even totally. even the leaders in our community are led by other people. They have people they look up to. I, I look at like Vinay and, you know, Vinay has people that he, like Uncle Bob Martin, like that he talks about all the time. It's like... Everybody has somebody that inspires them and they inspire someone else. Right? Yeah. And that's totally that's that is something that's totally different about what we are. You know, the kind of community that we have. Um Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I saw Cal Evans on you know, pop up on a live stream recently and you know, he's obviously in the PHP community and right. he's somebody that's, you know, done done a lot. And you know, there's a ton of people that that have you know, done, done a lot, you know, to give their time. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Magento community is the best. I just, I, I just, I had to gush on Magento a little bit cause that's, you know, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I love it. I love, I love when we talk about this kind of stuff. Um, because it, it reaffirms to me, you know, why, like why, what we have is special and why it has not, it's not at all like, you know, what other open source, like it's not even just open source. It's like, look at Magento's own competitors who try to pit solution against solution. And even if they fall down there, they'll never match up to what we have in, in, you know, from a community aspect. Um, Totally. Anyway, totally. And I mean, you know, to circle everything back to the beginning, you know, we were talking about the contribution day. I think that, um, you know, Magento is really put hitting the gas on the community, bringing in house, you know, some amazing talent like David Manners and others and, you know, taking those efforts and really putting some gas behind them. Um, you know, and you know, we have critiques, obviously sure. uh, we're always going to sure. have critiques, but I, I think they're, I think they're doing a great job. I think they're doing an amazing job with that. Um, right. Like giving, and, giving Magento activity points to partners who contribute any code whatsoever <laughs> to the Magento code base. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, very good. Um, there are so, so yeah, many things in this time? doc that we've not even talked about cause we've been gushing the, over Magento so much. The doc is absolutely overflowing. It uh, is. I want to give it, I like giving shout outs to listeners, uh, Brian over at Forex in, in Portland. Uh, got a uh, ping uh, from him and uh, always fun to hear about listeners. So shout out to him. Oh, shout out Max Pronko just hit a thousand subs on his YouTube channel. So he's been, he's been, yeah, he's been grinding on that for a while. So good to see, good to see that hard work paying off. Um, 
hey, while we're at it, the video recordings are available for Reacticon. I think they cost like 10 bucks because I, I, I clicked on a link. I was like, oh, cool. Finally, somebody has videos. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they cost like 10 bucks, which I'm, is totally worth it. Uh, I'm totally, I'm sure. Okay. Like, um, hold on. Two seconds real quick. I love that they yeah. made it retardedly affordable. That's not a PC term, but that's, I just came out. So that's where it's going to be. Uh, I like, I, I would have paid a hundred bucks though. Like I would have paid whatever yeah. the conference ticket is. Right. Yeah. Like just, for sure. Just give me whatever the, the price of the conference ticket was for me to get the videos afterwards. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I love that you're covering the cost of having to, you know, to record, uh, by monetizing it in some way, but you know, don't go too low. Uh, anyway, that's my, that's my two cents. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, go, it goes back to what we're talking about, about monetizing community efforts. Yeah. And, uh, I think, you know, I mean, look, I'm all about that, right? <laughs> You're the what king of why don't you just simul- <laughs> simultaneously just broadcast it for free? What's wrong free. with you people? Yeah. <laughs> um, which they did for the obviously the contribution day, the live stream. They had a whole bunch of offices <laughs> live streaming. So <laughs> that was uh, very cool. I'm losing my voice, man. I got to run. I'm probably going to fall on my face. Yeah, peace. Once we stop, feel recording. better, man. Feel better. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for listening man. to Mage uh, Talk and uh, give us a five star. Uh, and when you do, go go to iTunes, leave us a five star and put the words dope sauce in there somewhere. Give us a five star. Yeah. And I, uh, I want to throw tell that Kalen little backdrop in. Tell Kalen to feel better tell me. that his voice sounds a little hoarse. Uh, I'll be feel- How dare you? I'll be we'll feeling see better you by imagine the time this just lands. A few weeks. We love oh, you. hey, Imagine's just around the corner. We'll yep. see you there. Hey, Phil. Hey. We got to do a meetup. Are we Meet- doing a meetup? Oh, dude, yes. Let's announce we'll, it. We'll, you know what we'll do? We'll email our subscribers on our mailing list that we haven't emailed for two years. Let's do that. There we go. That sounds perfect. We're going to do a meetup. It's going to be quick, informal, like an hour. We're just going to pick a location. Yep. And be like, hey, we're not going to pay for anything. We're not going to get crazy. <laughs> uh, but we, <laughs> we, don't, we don't make enough money with this. Yeah, uh, sure. But we especially, just want to Especially... Hang out with, uh, no thanks to uh, to uh, Philip Jackson, who is uh, who uh, has I, all the hoarding all the cash I purchase. I, I I have to. Oh flush. yeah, I, it's, it's this is a big money laundering. Uh, Redkin is the sole beneficiary of all of our <laughs> uh, of all the proceeds of Mage Talk. It takes a lot of product. I mean, it takes a lot of product to get that job yeah, done. Yeah, it does. Uh, so, all right, over and out. Peace. Peace. Uh, Thanks, bro.